superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hold up, one is all the power. Power, power, power. Rams and Seahawks. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. No tougher assignment in football than a night game in Seattle. And the Rams will go home with their fourth win of the season. Today's guests, Colts quarterback Carson Wentz from TNT's All Elite Wrestling. CM Punk, Rams offensive lineman Andrew Whitworth, plus from Apple TV's Ted Lasso, actor Phil Dunster, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, it's a Friday of week five of the NFL that began last night. Major League Baseball Divisional Series are underway. The NL has at it tonight. The NBA is already doing their preseason, getting ready for their season In a couple of weeks, the NHL drops puck on their season next weekend. College football is right upon us. Oh, baby, it's October 2021 right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. Rich, we are jacked today, man. Good to see you. Look who's here in his Dodgers blue (laughs) uh, uniform and his broken back all surgically repaired (laughs) in for Mike Del Tufo. Jason Feller, good to see you, Mr. Feller. How are you? TJ Jefferson, good to see you over there. You're all fired up because CM Punk's on the show today. Oh, yeah, let's go. When you heard CM Punk was calling in today in advance of tonight's AEW uh, rampage on – on TNT, you're all you're like, yes, sir. Well, you know, it was my idea. You know, I don't really like take credit, but I was like, hey, let's get CM Punk. I'm like, because you so I, was, was uh, honestly right like, now. and you're wearing a, a CM Punk shirt today, correct? Well, it's not a CM Punk. It's a, it's a Paul Heyman, uh, Paulie Dangerous okay. Dangerous Alliance, and this is a, okay. the name of the text chat that I'm in with Gary V. We call ourselves the Dangerous Alliance. Okay, very good. Just pick up that name tell, real quick. Tell Gary V. I, I like it. Wow. I'm wow. trying to make oh T.J. Gosh. Jefferson a name dropper. You tell Jeez. Gary V. We said hello. Unless Whoa. he's over there in London already. I'm sure I mean, he's over there because his Jets are playing the Falcons in week five. I would assume he flew with the team. Oh, uh, it's right. I mean, what uh, name can I drop? I mean, somebody's, somebody's got to fly with the team. Uh, <laughs> if the coaches won't, Gary will. Do I, do I ask that of Andrew Whitworth later tonight? Hey, Sean McVay was on a plane, right? Let's just make sure, correct? I think that's a man. Brock, Does Sean McVay no? have grandchildren in Seattle that he was staying yeah, back to gr- play with? Yes. Yes, a 35-year-old. Veronica may have family in Seattle. That's a guys. likely story. Hey, but look, it was a happy team plane. Why wouldn't uh, sure Sean McVay want to fly back on it? And, and and this is the way what I, what I want to kind of bring up right here because I I was on that team flight from oh, that's right from Seattle to Los Angeles. I was on that team flight after they fired Jeff Fisher and John Fossil was the uh, was the interim head coach 
and Jared Goff was like Bambi, you know, like a Bambi ram. And they were flying back to Los Angeles that night, and they were kind enough to get me on that plane so I could come back here from Thursday Night Football and do this show on time. That was a loss for them, right? It was a big-time loss okay. for them. I mean, they got absolutely smoked by the Seattle Seahawks, and it they had just fired their coach, right? Todd Gurley was the one who was calling their offense high school. Oh, high school, you know, yeah. and Gur- their, their most important player was, Yo. you know, kind of out of character, talking, you know, smack towards what was going on in, in his own franchise. And it was brutal. And I just remember being on that team playing. And I remember that not a single soul in the NFL who would have been on that. They've been on a lot of team planes like this before, I'm sure, where they're like, there's, there's, there's no hope. I mean, we're at a low point. We just fired our coach. You know, we got our, our first overall pick quarterback is getting his, his, hand, his head handed to him by the Seahawks. Not a single soul on that plane. If I told him, they would have said, okay, we'll sign for it. And we do believe in our abilities as, you know, Kevin Demoff, team president, Les Snead, general manager. They would believe in their abilities to, to use the phrase uh, in, in politics these days, build back better, that you're hearing, that they would believe in this. But who would have thought that one year later, one year later, their concept in hiring a coach and building a team would be the blueprint that others in the NFL would want to copy. Sean McVay. They went ahead and hired somebody who was 32 years old and said, okay, we believe in your mind. We believe in your concepts. We believe in your essence. We believe in your spirit. We believe in your philosophy. We believe. We're in. Go for it. And... McVeigh and Les Snead and Kevin Demoff, those are the coach, GM, and president here in Los Angeles for the Rams. They flew back last night on a happy team plane from Seattle because totally different situation, same team, same location, same night in the schedule, Thursday night football. They came back winners. They came back winners, and they came back with a bounce-back win after losing in division at home to Arizona, staring a sudden 3-2 and two record and an 0-2 record in division in a four-day span right in the face. Hey, you beat the world champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're 3-0. and Congratulations. Guess what? Over a four-day span, you're not only going to lose two in a row, but two in a row in division. And they came up with a first half with just three points. Only the fifth time since Sean McVay was hired that the Rams had just three points at halftime. Still wound up with 476 yards of total offense because they just pushed the pedal to the metal in the second half. And words I didn't think I'd say into this microphone. Certainly not when I left yesterday. A huge second-half drive in response to Geno Smith. Because that's what happened last night. Weird, wild stuff happens when the, the Seahawks, Seahawks play football. Man. And when the Seahawks play football in their building at night, it's just a weird. It's just weird. It's weird. It's weird. They can't do normal. Double punts occur. Double punts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could double punt. 
Who thought you could double <laughs> no, punt? Mike Pereira, God bless him. He was so confused well, during the broadcast. It was, you know, I mean, who? not even Mike thought, you know. You could double punt. Who could double punt? <laughs> Why would you double punt? How about this? <laughs> a team that had a punt blocked. Uh-huh. And it wasn't just like because the snap was wrong. No, it was. Or it wasn't just because the punter bobbled it. Nope. It was like snap good, handle good, flat out, two-handed. Right. Dominique Wilkins. Just like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Dunk right Didn't on right on the, right on the punter. Yeah. And the ball is thoroughly blocked and goes to the side and is now spinning like Steve Smith Sr. had just scored a touchdown and lit his hands over it like like it was a fire. Mm-hmm. Rubbed his hands over it like it was a fire. Mm-hmm. And Dixon picks it up. By the way, just, you have to look at this video if you haven't seen it. Dixon runs by it, and even though the ball's to his right, bends down with his right hand and plucks it. With his right hand, one with handed. spinning, one-handed, grabbed it, spinning, <laughs> amazing. and then starts running for his life. Realizes he's about to lose his life. Thinks <laughs> of the concept of a double punt. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. So let me get rid of this ball real Hold quick. Hold on a second. <laughs> double punt, and then he kicks it 68 yards. Right. <laughs> and so a team that had a punt blocked netted 62 yards on the kick. That happened last night. <laughs> That happened last night. And then Johnny Hecker, Johnny Hecker later on in the second half, pins Seattle inside its own five and had the temerity to only punt once in the process. <laughs> and, and that's where Geno Smith picks things up and leads a 98-yard drive for his first touchdown pass since 2017 as a giant, yes, as a giant? As a giant, yes. Both New York teams yeah, I forgot that, were man. able to soak in the Geno experience. But guess what? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But they let Geno cook. Hashtag. Hashtag. As Kenny Mayne would say for his beautiful Seattle Seahawks in their color rush uniforms, the hashtag after the words, let Geno cook hashtag. And he cooked. It looked good. And the Rams responded as Russell stewed now he's he's just like every alpha male future hall of fame y'all say quarterback where he's he's just he's just he's probably just eating himself a lot that he cannot believe that the middle finger on his throwing hand had a top top knuckle situation where it it was just flapping around you know it was it, 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 it was like a mud flap and you know he held it up you know Cooper's looking at it. Zan's looking at it like, what's that, Dad? I'm like, yeah, that's that's a finger that's just flapping around. And and he gave it a try. And last night was the battle of the, you know, as the, it was the battle of the fingers. Because Stafford had one, he said, pop out, looked a little bit left, and he just popped it back in. And and Aikman was all over that. So it was a Fox broadcast taking a look at, at how he was performing with that. And it, as I mentioned, just three points in the first half. And you're wondering, is there something wrong with him? Because he's airmailing throws that you know he's going to make and he should make because they're wide open receivers there. And he wound up with 365 yards uh, and a score anyway. And his only blemish pretty much other than the overthrows on the night was him not overthrowing everybody on the field of play, like just not putting it in row five and he got picked off 
trying to throw it away in 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 the end zone. But the Rams, despite all of that, made some plays. Aaron Donald wound up with his 88th and a half sack of his career, which is the most in Rams history, tied for the most in Rams history. Asterisk, Deacon Jones's numbers are not recorded because the sack had not yet existed. (laughs) But for the moment, you know, he's an all-time great. And now his body, helmet, arm, whatever you want to say, has now bagged Drew Brees' thumb. If you remember, his thumb broke couple years ago when he followed through and hit Aaron Donald on the helmet and it is now claimed Russell Wilson's throwing hand middle finger and we don't know Pete Carroll called it a badly sprained finger that looked badly ugly Brian Baldinger was looking at those fingers last night going, ooh. Yeah. Those fingers. <laughs> well done. Nice. Well done. Well Corey, done. Tory Holt, like, what? Ronnie Lott was like, geez. And so, well, Ronnie would just say, cut it off. I want to play. And and uh, we don't know when Russ come back. Good thing they've got that mini buy. And the Rams with a huge W. It is so big. It's one of those when you look back on the season big. It's one of those Matthew Stafford battling through injuries and the team battling through all sorts of problems with the double punts that you don't see coming, and Geno Smith coming in and lighting it up, and you're not playing all that well on defense, and you still come out with the win, and it's in division, and you avoid a two-game losing streak in division to fall to 0-2, and and instead now you're 4-1, and and you sit back and you say, okay, Niners, okay, Niners. Uh, The Seahawks won in your building last week and Arizona won in our building last week and we won in Seattle's building this week. That's three NFC West games. Road team 3-0. and How about making a 4-0 against Arizona and it would be just the most NFC West 2021 thing for that to happen. To make it 4-1 and one at the top, 3-2 and two for the Niners, and then 2-3 and three for the Seahawks right after that. And with Seattle, they got to stare themselves in the mirror and say, what are we defensively? And how bad, how bad is Russell Wilson? And what does that mean for the 2021 season? Right here on the outset of October. It is one of those crossroad moments for Seattle, and we'll see how that all plays out. They're just 2-3. and three. But that's my take on Thursday Night Football last night. Coming up on this show... In just seven minutes' time is the quarterback of the one in three Colts who has have a very good chance to stay in this division race. All they got to do is beat the Baltimore Ravens. Good news for Carson Wentz is on the injury report yesterday. Have to notice these things. He was a full participant in practice for the first time in two weeks, and his injury listed was merely ankle. Oh. They took off the S at the end of the word. So one of the ankles is fine. It is. The other one's still I don't think we're going to get him to admit which one is the fine one and which one is the take the S off the injury report list one. Which I have faith in you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, why don't we tell, you know, our first hour guest yesterday, Clay Campbell, which ankle, yeah, you're, you're, sure. which ankle to sort of try and 
Lasso. Speaking of which, hey, hey, I, like your, I like your style. You I like your style. Hey, Indiana Jones no. type. Just, that was Wonder hey, Woman. Wow. No. Unreal. The man who plays Jamie Tart in Ted Lasso, which finishes up tonight, season two, which is depressing. You haven't watched season two yet, right? Because yeah. you don't have the Apple TV. Brock and I are right? both too cheap to get Apple. It's all good. Plus, all good. <laughs> all three of us. Haven't caught up yet. And I, I don't understand the. Some people are saying it's not the same as season one. That is correct. It's different. I've definitely seen mixed reviews. Dude, on I don't online. get a word of it. Yeah. I don't get a syllable of it. It is a beautiful, funny, moving, entertaining, thought-provoking, dynamite television show. Looking forward to it. It is so special. It is one of the most special shows on TV now and of all time. I have no problem saying that. And the actor who plays the, uh, uh, I guess swagger-filled young football star Jamie Tart. Phil Dunster is on this program. Ted Lasso fans, you will not want to miss it. Andrew Whitworth is calling in in hour number three as well hey, after the Rams win. CM Punk, Chicago's finest, now with AEW out of retirement, back in the ring. He's in hour number two. Carson Wentz coming up in mere moments. TJ Jefferson, a big day for him because CM Punk's on the show and also... Another Friday, meaning TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag. Big Ass Grab Bag! <laughs> Chris Brockman, I'm assuming the fact that you are doing Sneaky Good Games means you had a good week last week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and, and I felt really good yesterday. Everyone was picking the Rams yesterday. Everyone. I did, too. I'm like, cool, I'm going to take Seattle, a few points at home. Maybe it'll be a close game. See you. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, and my three games under the radar. Let's take a break. So we're remotely on time for Carson Wentz of the Indianapolis Colts going to join us next right here on this busy Friday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here now in Los Angeles with the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts getting set to take on the Ravens in a big Monday night football game for both joining both joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Carson Wentz. Thanks for calling, Carson. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Feeling good. Okay. Feeling good. Yeah, no, feeling good. Excited for this one. I, I couldn't help but notice on the injury report, it just says ankle. It no longer is plural, Carson. <laughs> is that true? No longer That's plural? progress. That's progress. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> definitely, definitely the one was the the main issue um, this whole time, anyway. So, uh, but no, they're in a they're in a pretty good, good pretty good place. Um, the last couple of weeks, um, fortunately, nothing happened in the game, so okay. they've they've been resting and healed up and uh, feel pretty good. I'm knocking on wood here on my head over here in Los Angeles. What is it like playing a National Football League game at quarterback with two sprained ankles, Carson? Which I've never heard of that before. What is that like? Yeah, uh, I mean, it was definitely uh, a challenge. You know, definitely no excuse. But I, I knew, I knew my limitations. Uh, you know, I'd probably never felt um, those limitations to that extent as far as trying to make a play and everything. But I still felt confident in my ability to to drive the ball, throw the ball from the pocket. Um, and you know, the one a couple weeks ago, obviously, we just didn't make enough plays and left some out there. But uh, yeah, it was it was definitely different knowing I wasn't going to try and extend plays or pick up first down with my with my legs no i mean you were spatted to the hilt man i mean i'm looking at the photograph right here uh, and and i and i know that you know that that quarterbacks don't like talking about injuries because as you just pointed out no excuses it kind of comes across sounding like an excuse but you have to you know with the, the your foot that required surgery in training camp kind of got blown up on you in a, in a new place in a new spot which is pretty big for you and i know that you know your availability in philadelphia was a conversation perhaps too much for your liking uh, I mean, are, are are you finally, do you think, knock on wood, finally trending in the right healthy direction for you and you could just now take the first quarter of the season and put that in the outbox, Carson? Yeah, Lewis? I mean, I, I really think the last couple of years, I mean, first of all, when you sign up to play football, injuries happen. Like, that's just part of the game. It, you know, you just try and limit yourself from, from the big ones and, and do everything you can to, to set yourself up for success. And I feel like I've I've done that really the last couple of years. Um, little things here and there always happen, but um, yeah, I feel confident in my ability to be healthy, to stay healthy. Um, but I also know what I signed up for. I know what I know what this game brings, and um, when you got big guys chasing after you uh, every play, and you know, you, you, it, it happens. It can happen. So I'm doing everything I can. Um, I'm confident in my ability to be available, um, but I also know that uh, you, you just never know. What about your? Um your radar to know when a plays over Carson how are you doing on that one Carson Wentz yeah definitely I mean learning that one ever since (laughs) ever since I came into the league um and always just trying to to balance the competitive edge and the and and being disciplined you know and finding that balance um so it's it's never perfect there's always plays in a game where I'm like okay maybe could have just called that one quits or um, but there's always some on the other side too. It's like oh, I threw that one away, but I, I had more time and I missed that receiver or something like that. So it's always a delicate balance. Anytime you're uh, somebody that can extend the play and, and likes to create big big plays that way, um, you're always going to be towing that line. 
Carson Wentz here on the Rich Eisen Show prior to Monday Night Football between the Ravens and the Colts uh, in Week 5 that just began last night. Do you watch the Thursday night game? Did, were you able to take any of that in, Carson? I did not. I don't I don't get around to watching a ton of football um, now with – with family um, and a family that's growing, you know, when you're at home, it's it's often time and, and those sorts of things. So, how old? Are, uh, how, old then, how old are they? How old are they? Um, we got about 18 month old and another one um, coming here in about a month or so. So, you know, uh, definitely changes uh, your family time a little bit. <laughs> you mean d- Daddy doesn't get to put the TV on? Is that what you're saying, Carson? <laughs> hey, we we still watch TV. It just you know it looks a little different, and then you know quality time as a family is just uh, not always just watching. Okay. Uh, Thursday night football. Okay, so it's more Elmo than uh, than Russell Wilson. Is that what you're saying? In the Carson we, we try not to we try not to turn the TV on uh, too much. Okay, um, all right for, for, the, for the little ones. But okay. you know, every now and then we all need a need a break, so we'll find some cartoon movie or something okay. fun to watch. All right. Uh, so uh, the concept of you and Frank Reich being sort of you know the uh, peas in the pod that he. Um, unlocks you in a way that uh, uh, others um, do not and that you respond to his coaching in a way that um, you you did not with maybe others. Is that a fair assessment of your relationship, Carson Wentz? And um, I mean, it's hard to say that that way exactly, but I think Frank does definitely, um, you know, challenge me and push me and coach me um, in a way that I, I like. I respect, I enjoy, um, and it challenges me, and, it, and it's fun. It's been fun ever since I got here. Um, but the, the nice thing I, I love about Frank is I know where his heart is, I know where he's coming from, and at the same time, um, I can challenge him too. You know, we're we're not afraid to, to challenge each other on certain conversations and really um, have healthy conflicts, so to speak, and, and try and drive this bus forward together. Uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun, and a man that I – I've respected ever since um, really before even the draft when I got to know him in the pre-draft process and now working together with him for a couple years in Philly, now getting back together. He's still the same guy that I that I truly respect and enjoy working with every day. What's an example of that, if you don't mind me prying a little bit more? Because I, I, the coach-quarterback um, relationships are really the special sauce in the NFL and many times the difference between a winning and losing franchise, Carson. You got one for me? With what, what, yeah, what no, about I think it? it's just – I think it's just – the healthy conflict within, hey, here's a scheme that we're running, or here's a route concept that we're running, and you know I'd like to see this, you'd like to see this, or hey, we're getting zone here, and what 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 check do you want to go with? Well, I like this one. Well, you like this. One. Okay, well, let's talk it out. Let's hash it out. Um, or why do you like that one? You know, I'm, he's not afraid to ask me that, and I'm not afraid to ask him that. Um, and, it, and it's really healthy, you know. I think because we both mutually respect each other, it's not like okay, I'm questioning you just to, to question you. It's like, hey, I, we're questioning each other because we just want to win. We just want what's best for this team, um, and ultimately, uh, it gets us in, in the right direction. And he does a great job. Um, and again, that mutual respect is the reason you can you can have those conversations. And I know you're on the same page, but we're going to about to. Uh, I'm going to attempt to go back in the, in the book here. Is that something you were not getting in Philadelphia towards the end of your tenure there? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, you know, I, I definitely think we we always had that, and I'm I've always been wired that way. Uh, I think it's just to, it's just to a greater extent here with Frank. And um, and the fact that he also, um, you know, I guess backed up Jim Kelly and has the 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 backup knowledge. I know that your head coach was a backup quarterback as well. I, I'm just again trying to figure out why why this works so well. And obviously, you know, you're you're looking for more wins so far this year. I'm just trying to see. 
why you think this works so well. It's pretty neat, to be honest with you, yeah. Carson. No, yeah, I, it's hard to hard to put finger on it. You know, I okay. thought um, things were um, in Philly. That's just how they how they went, and um, you know, it, it was a season that you know I choose to just move past and new start, new beginning, and um, but you know, no hard feelings. And I thought my time there was great, and uh, you know, it's. It's it's just the the NFL. It's just the way things go. Change happens, and change happens fast, and uh, here we are. So, and here we are against the Ravens, Carson Wentz, Monday night football, whole country, chilling out, watching. What's your challenge? What are you seeing on film so far? What do you got for me on that front? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a good defense. There's no doubt about it. They fly around. They make things, um, try to make things complicated. Um, And so you just got to be disciplined. You got to, you know, be on, on top of your game. Um, when it comes to protections and understanding communication and all of those things, getting the right checks. Um, and, you know, I've played, played them twice, and they're, they're still the same style defense. I mean, they're going to be physical. They're going to come after you. They're going to try and hit you and, and be the most physical team on the field. Um, so we're going to have to bring it um, up front and really in all phases of our game, um, bring the physicality and then, you know, just make more plays than them. And then uh, last one for you, Carson, uh, a first career start for fellow North Dakota State Bison, uh, Trey Lance, coming up this weekend. Do you have any relationship with him, conversations, any piece of advice for Trey Lance from you, yeah, Carson? Yeah, I, I definitely did get to know Trey a little bit over the last couple of years and even going into the pre-draft process. Um, great kid, great kid, got a great head on his shoulders. Um, love his upbringing and what he brings from uh, his values and everything, and you know, I know he can play. You know, he can swing the ball around. He's a heck of an athlete. Um, so I'm excited to see um, his career officially begin and, and hopefully flourish. And then, uh, what do you want Colts fans to know moving forward here? You know, as they they show up in their jerseys, as, as I think you've probably noticed, uh, I think the Colts fans lead the league in most fans showing up in team jerseys than anyone else. Carson. Uh, what what do you want them to know about this one and three start and the season now entering the second quarter, right now? Yeah, I mean for us, you know, we talked last week and just said, hey, it's a long season. You know, we we were zero and three. Now we're one and three. You know, not the start we were hoping for, but at the same time, we recognize, hey, we played good teams. We were in these ball games. We got a lot of things that that are good. We got plenty to fix. Um, and we're all kind of learning together as we go. You know, there's new faces, new things here. Um, and so for us as a team, we're, we're, we're rallying together, and, and we're very confident that we're just going to keep getting better and better as the year goes. Um, and so that would be what I would like to echo um, to anybody out there. Is, you know, we're confident in this building, um, despite the record or any of that, that you know, we're going to keep getting better um, as the year goes. Carson, appreciate the time, and I always like leaving people who call into the show better than when I found them when I said hello to them. Baby Einstein is very good stuff for an 18-month-old kid. Good stuff. DVDs, music, go for Sounds it. That's great. Go I for will it. definitely let the, the real boss know. <laughs> <laughs> Kick it up the flow chart, uh, Carson. Right. I think you'll appreciate it, seriously, the whole Wentz household. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care of yourself. That's Carson Wentz and his ankles, but only one on the injury report right here on the Rich Eisen Show prior to Monday Night Football. (laughs) Try to make people better. We know all about that, Rich. One and three. One and three. And here we go. That was a big win against Miami. Now if they win this one against the Ravens. Oh, man. Oh, man. Brown's here in Los Angeles. 
Bengals in Cincinnati earlier on Sunday. All of those results will be known. Can the Jaguars, say, yes, save their coach's job with a win against the Titans? Can the Colts wind up with the same record as the Titans by the end of Monday night? And if so, who's in first place in the AFC North? Week five is filled with all sorts of good stuff, isn't it? I love it. Let's take a break. Let's take a break right now. Um, when we come back, let's hit a lot of those baseball playoffs that we saw yesterday and set the stage for Giants and Dodgers tonight. Your phone calls at 844-204-RICH as well. Those all lurk on the Rich Eisen Show Rundown. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. 844-204-RICH, number to Don. We'll take your calls in a matter of moments. Our uh, our, our daily, uh, nearly daily question is, once again, what have you done with your dream? When was the last time you thought about your dream? What happened to your dream? What is the matter with you is essentially what we're saying. <laughs> it came true, guys. <laughs> I don't know if Mercedes-Benz Vans really wants me to form it that way, but the bottom line is you used to dream about doing all sorts of things and just cutting out and living your best life. And you can get back together with your dream thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Imagine traveling the country in one, maybe starting your own business and using a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter to start up that dream. Really, it's whatever you dream up because it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist, amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system. You can expect that, along with a five-star dealer network and an available gas engine. All of it runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. 
right here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204. Rich, number to dial. Terzo and Iowa. Let's get to Terzo and Iowa right off the bat Counselor. so he can have that, uh, uh, you know, uh, martini lunch. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're working today. What's up, Terzo? What's going on? Oh, uh, hey, hey, I'm sitting in the office right now. I got client calls all afternoon. I'm happy that I was just able to jump on before Jeff in Detroit. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Jeff? Well, I mean, Matt Stafford just won a big That's game true. on Thursday night. Normally that would that would smoke him out, but uh, we'll see we'll see Terzo. But you're first in, first up. What's going on? Love it. Oh, I'm just super pumped for the Giants Dodgers series tonight. Like getting to see them in a playoff series is just going to be epic. I agree. 100 wins versus 100 wins. I know I'm shortchanging each one a few, but that's just shorthanded for just how great that's going to be. I can't wait to see it oh, tonight. Man. And then it's just a blood sport rivalry out here on the West Coast. They just plain don't like each other. To use that phrase well, that a, uh, Keith Jackson and a, used, and I'm a Giants fan, so I this is this is my rivalry as well. I've I've grown up loving that uh, that orange and black, and so this is just exciting times. And I, you know, I've I've thought the wheels were going to fall off with the Giants earlier in the season, but the way they've been able to maintain, do all the little things on the field. It's been fun to watch this year. It's pretty special. It is, man. I appreciate the call, Terzo. Have a good rest of your day, brother. You take care. You too. All right, that's Terzo yeah, in Iowa. To channel my inner KO, or actually the actual Keith Olbermann on Twitter, reminding everybody who's saying this is the first time the Giants and Dodgers have ever faced each other in postseason play, that they played each other in the 1889 World Series. <laughs> and he calls those um, those three gamers <laughs> in 51 and 62 between the Giants and Dodgers that that – technically counted towards regular season statistics he calls them special postseason playoffs so i will side on his i will always take land on his mm-hmm. side of uh having the knowledge of sports history yeah he's usually <laughs> always right in oh yeah yeah I would, I would i would yeah. let me just say something man um uh the 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 astros versus um white Sox um and the managers going against it's like cocoon Right there, you know, <laughs> Dusty Baker and and uh, Larusa yep. going at it, man. Right, fair. Um, and Houston takes game one in that one. I just that, that one just smells of five games. It really does. It does. Yeah, I just. Uh, I think I both these AL series are, so? are over. I don't know. I think the White Sox once they get to Chicago, uh, I, I don't they're, know. They're done. Okay. Both of them are done. All right. Um, and that one. Um, you're referring to the Red Sox and the Rays. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Rosarena just stole home again. Well, let me just <laughs> let me just say something about the Rays here, okay? And I, as you know, what I've been saying about the Rays lately, and that, and TJ, you've heard what I've been saying about the Rays lately as well, right? And you were in, uh, you were in, um, you know, in the hospital, or whatever. But I just want to say this about the Rays and the way that they play baseball. And you know, so they got a 20-year-old in Wander Franco. First career postseason. Number one prospect in baseball. First career postseason at bat. RBI double. Right off the bat. Right off the gets bat. things started. And then Nelson Cruz, 41-year-old, homers later in the game. Bomb. And Randy Rosarena becomes the first player ever to homer and steal home in the same postseason game. And they can all hit. They can all field. They can all run. They can all play. They're all fundamentally sound and it's kind of like um uh a a benetton 
like a United Nations, you know, like a, it's a Benetton commercial. Like Diaz and, you know, Yandi Diaz and Rosa Rayner are from Cuba and Cruz and Franco are from the Dominican and, you know, Jiman Choi's from South Korea, Kiermaier's from Indiana. Yeah. And you put it all together and when you, they're playing the Red Sox like that, I kind of like the way the Rays play baseball. I really like the way that they play baseball. You know, I was watching it last night, (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? All my complaints about four outfielders and all the shifts, I'm watching them dismantle the Red Sox, and I'm like, you know what? They've got some moxie, these guys. I like it. I like it. They also... You know what I mean? They they just Uh, find the guys where they find them. They take them from other teams. Cool, cool, cool. You know, they even got David Robertson now coming out of the pen, who was playing for our country on the USA Olympic team. You know? They also lead the league. Michael Waka, you know. They lead the league in chin-strap beards. Yeah. Like they got a lot going on. I kind of like the way that they play baseball. Of course you do. I'll get you, you know, a, I'll I give you a for, hat. I look forward. I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to game two tonight. Yeah, I don't. How quickly they turn. By the way, Rafael Devers has some discomfort in his forearm. Oh, jeez. And the Red Sox say the Red Sox say it bothers him when he swings and misses, but not when he connects, which is the same way I feel about hosting and television and my takes. I feel the same. So Devers and I are kind of, you know, I feel like Devers just without that big old chaw, you know, in my mouth, you know? He has the biggest chew in the I mean, game right seriously. now. It is enormous. Like Lenny Dykstra looks at him and says, hey, bro, <laughs> slow your roll. Yeah, like, like, bro, What's going a, on here? Take a few out. Take, take some out. <laughs> but I feel the same way like Devers. Like yeah. if, if my takes miss, I am full of discomfort. And when they hit, when they connect, I don't feel any pain. So I've been feeling any pain lately. <laughs> My takes have just been spot on, that's, man. That's, that's <laughs> Including the way that's the Rays play baseball. I really like that's it. Oh, you're back. Well, I mean, tonight, game two is going to be great. I you're, just, you're I think back. they got you're some moxie. Ba- uh, you're you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got some moxie. Wow. Uh-huh. Like I said, that series, rap. Astros, rap. Move on. Let's go. David Sampson said it's 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 going to be a sweep. They're going to sweep the Red Sox, and that you know whoever comes out of Houston and Chicago won't matter. The Rays the Rays are going to win the American League. He also said yesterday that the Yankees know that Garrett Cole's different without foreign substances, and that they're already working with the commissioner's office and the union to try and figure something out that Cole likes. They're like shuttle diplomacy back and forth between all these people to make sure Garrett Cole can grip a baseball and earn his $300 million like the guy that they signed him to. Can Congress check with Cole on the debt ceiling? And he also said that Trout's never leaving. he's, He's totally given up winning for the cushy life out here. He's not going anywhere with his contract. And that uh, Otani's the same way. Talking about winning all you want. Didn't he, he also said the Angels basically have hammered out an agreement yeah. with him for an extension, even though they weren't allowed to. They ignored all the memos uh, and all the yeah. directions from MLB. My gosh. David he was Samson. throwing so many bombs like Woj is like, hey, slow your roll. <laughs> slow your roll. He was on fire yesterday. Tim in Florida, let's take your phone call here on a busy Friday on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tim? How's it going, Rich? How are hey. you? I was down on you guys' set two years ago for the Super Bowl. I don't know, you probably don't remember. It was an awesome time. Probably the only guy there dressed in Michigan attire. So Okay. Well, lead, good lead to tell you. My question. Yes, sir. Uh, 
he's made some comparisons, and it may not be comparable. He made some comparisons regarding Justin Fields and how you like to just throw them out there and let them take their licks mm-hmm. and get the, the mistakes out of the way. And I know you're a Michigan man at heart, obviously, and you've seen you've seen them. So, how comparable do you think it is that JJ? Because he looks like he's got that it factor, mm-hmm. and I love Cade. Nothing against Cade, but. How soon do you kind of give the the reins to JJ, or do you let? I don't know, man. I I I, I got to tell you, um, that's an excellent question for Michigan Wolverines, and just to uh, bring everyone up to speed, because I'm imagining not everybody's watching every single Michigan game. Yeah, not every single. <laughs> okay, but, but the the uh, Michigan Wolverines, Christopher, TJ, last year turned to uh, Cade McNamara that right. the, at, at quarterback that's, after that's Milton cool. didn't work out and whatever. And, Christian's younger brother. And he started – he started – he oh, st- no. McNamara. McNamara. Right, no, McCaffrey. McCaffrey's long gone. Got it. Um, they turned to him, and he's, he stopped turning the ball over. And it was really amazing to see what happens <laughs> when a quarterback stops turning the ball over. I heard that. And he had, happen. like, those moxie plays. and he's he, But he's not one of those strapping, tall 6'5 dudes who can just stand in the pocket and sling it all over the place. And uh, slowly but surely, a quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, who is a big, tall dude who can run, too, he's been showing up in some of these Michigan games every now and then where McNamara's off the field and this kid shows up. So I appreciate the call, Tim. I don't know is my answer for you right here, but it's an interesting philosophy. Like, you could see Jim mixing in a little bit of McCarthy, and he dropped a dime on the run down the sideline for about 40, 50 yards for a score against Wisconsin that I can't really, you know, I'm going to go here if you don't mind, Chris, because it's been a while. It's your show. (laughs) I I, I can't really evaluate it because Michigan was too busy kicking Wisconsin's ass all over Barry Alvarez's new field. There you go. Um, So I couldn't really evaluate whether the game was already over, Uh which it was. Right. So I – I, I don't know, but it is an interesting thing to see. Like, is is Harbaugh going to midseason swap out quarterbacks? When they're in the top 10? Like he did way back in the day with, say, the San Francisco 49ers. Like, yeah, he's done it before. I see where you're going. Like, midstream, it's like, yeah, we're going to take out the kid that brought us and we've, you know, mm-hmm. trusted in and – finished up the previous year in the middle of a disastrous COVID year, and we're going to go with the young one. He's had a track record, and I don't know when he'll do it. Interestingly enough, they're at Nebraska, then they get Northwestern, and then uh, it's on and cracking, as they say, because it's Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, uh, you know, as three of the final opponents. We'll see. It's just an interesting thing to see how that kind of rides. Let me ask you this. As a, as a Michigan fan, yes, obviously, sir. who are you pulling for this weekend? Penn State, Iowa. Who do you want to see win oh, that one? Oh, that is an easy one, man. That is an absolutely easy one. I am all Penn State, about Iowa. I am all about <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, because they're not in Michigan's division. Oh, okay. They're not in Michigan. Let, let them go. We'll see them in Indianapolis, knock on wood. Got it. For the, you know, for the, let them win their division, which they will, and they'll make it to the Big Ten championship game. And hopefully we that will be sense. fortunate enough to have to deal with them down the road. But sense. Michigan's got those three opponents that I just mentioned to you are in Michigan's division. 
hey, Big Ten, you want to spread this thing around? We're all for it. Spread it out. Explore the studio space a little bit because we got a little too much cowbell every single damn year. And we're the only ones who do it because we always get Wisconsin. And when Wisconsin's not on it, we get Iowa. And sometimes we get both because we're Michigan. Although, wait a minute. We're, we as Michigan fans, we crow too much. We're arrogant. All right, guilty. <laughs> so I resemble that. My, my my apologies to you and Penn State, sir. But That's don't fine. worry, you've all got all those other teams you can oh, root here for you anyway. Oh, here you go with that. Jeez. <laughs> my apologies. But that's gonna guy. be that's gonna be a great game. Weird oh, yeah. stuff happens Weird in Iowa. Stuff. I was like the Seattle Weird of stuff. college football. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course it's one of the greatest traditions in all of college football where they stop the game and wave to the children's hospital that overlooks the stadium. That is yeah. cool. Uh, I mean, I get goosebumps every time I mention that. Yeah, cool. But weird stuff happens there, man. They what? They paint the locker room pink. pink. Yeah. And then, you know, and, 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 and honestly, the amenities in that locker room, the amenities in that locker room make, you know, uh, what would you say? It's, they leave the light on for you. Like a Motel 6? Red Roof. Well, that's, I was trying to say that without, Out. you know, oh. kind of slagging on the brands, <laughs> just in case they want to, you know, put their logo on this mic flag at some point one they day. They can still do that. I don't, know. I don't know if they can actually. <laughs> Read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk, brother, you must be so excited. Now, here's the thing. Question for you here. Yes. Because you wear a bunch of T-shirts here, and you wear a lot of CM Punk T-shirts. Do I mention to him? that you frequently show up in a Golden Girls t-shirt as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you can't say frequently because I only have one. Well, you, it makes it seem like it's in I your wear rotation. It a lot. It's in your rotation. It's, it's like, like a, saying like New Orleans is the side of a Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, that, like you might fair. not see it for a while. That's fair. But it's going to come back. Yeah, you know yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Yes. You know what I mean? So I just well, want to know, do we, do we mention that to CM Punk? I think, I think he would appreciate Who doesn't like the Golden Girls, first and foremost? It's like, Okay. How can you not be? Plus, it's the Golden fair. Girls fair. mixed with the Ramones, and he's a big punk music fan. So, By the way, you know. just apropos of totally nothing here, <laughs> which is, by the way, the name of the show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Rue McClanahan, who played a Golden Girl, yes. but was actually yeah, the youngest you. actress on that, no, no, no. Sophia, uh, the... She, she oh, was... Rue McClanahan. Rue McClanahan on this program was younger than B. Arthur and... Right. And, 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 and I, I think she's younger than Estelle Getty and no, also... I thought Estelle Getty was the was actual she? youngest oh. and she played anyway, the oldest. No? So Rue McClanahan is like the female Wilford Brimley. Yes. <laughs> okay. Whereas Wilford Brimley's age in Cocoon uh, last year matched Tom Cruise's current age, right? Rue McClanahan in The Golden Girls matches currently Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being a friend, and I'll be there for you all mixed together <laughs> when the rain starts to fall. CM Punk, hour number two, coming up on The Rich Eisen Show. More of your phone calls on this Friday.